at NAB in Las Vegas, Libsyn expands their services for podcasters beyond just hosting and advertising. This is Mac Voices. Today's Mac Voices is supported by Mac Voices After Dark. Uncensored, off-topic, and always off the wall. Mac Voices After Dark is available as a benefit to our Patreon subscribers. Sign up at patreon.com slash macvoices. Welcome to Mac Voices. This is the talk of the Apple community, and I'm Chuck Joyner. Folks, it is time for our annual visit with Rob from Libsyn. We do this every year at NEB, Rob, and I swear we're going to do it more often, and we never do. We just wait till the next year. Well, it, it's better in person, right? It, it is better in person, and the funny thing is, as I was coming to NAB, I thought about you, and I thought, well, we just talked, and then I realized it was a year ago. It was, yeah. There's not that many shows you can go to anymore these days. Things have a lot less shows now. Yeah, but I, I also feel like I'm in a time warp. Everything seems to be speeded up, or maybe it's just me. Well, is it just because during COVID, everything slowed down? Now things are back to normal speed? That, that may be. That's, a, that's good. Dr. Rob, folks. Um, <laughs> so so how are things going with Libsyn? I, it seems like I see you guys everywhere and doing a lot of stuff. Doing good. I mean, we've had a lot of acquisitions. We've acquired AdvertiseCast, Podcast Ad Reps, PodGo, Julep in Germany, uh, uh, Glow.fm, uh, and Oxbus. So we acquired like six different companies in the, five or six companies in the last few years. We went... We're now up to 150 employees in 30 states in the U.S., plus Canada, Germany, Spain, and Mexico. We have people. So we've really expanded. Okay, so I've got to ask that because that's a little bit of a surprise. So why do you have people in 30 states when you are a, a podcast host or hosting company that is online? Because we, well, that's why. Because we let our employees be wherever they want to be. So we got a lot of people working from home uh our main devs are in pittsburgh but we even the developers have an option to work a certain amount from home Uh, and then i'm myself i've always worked from remote since 2007 and we have other people that have same same way but we now we just have a lot more people working remote Okay, so that makes sense. So you don't necessarily have to have a geographic presence. That just happens to be where they're located. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, we just have people all over the place now. I'm, I'm so tempted to take this off into a deep discussion of remote work, but we won't do that. Um, but with all those with all those acquisitions, are you adding services or expanding existing services? Yeah. So we, one of the things we added on the audio side, uh, we've added our, our what we call auto ads program, which where we bring programmatic ads into the podcast. So you pick a, a few categories or tiers of categories, and then we will go fill your content with ads. Uh, we have shows, some shows making, one show made over 100000 in one month. Wow. Yeah, just from programmatic ads. So are those inserted into the show at specific points? Are they pre-roll, post-roll? It's, it can be all of the above. So you can have up to one, two, or three ads in the pre-roll spot, one, two, or three ads in the post-roll spot, and you can have eight mid-roll slots with up to one to three ads. So overall, you could technically put 30 ads in a podcast. Not that I'd recommend that, <laughs> but in theory, you know, if you hardcore history and you got a six-hour-long episode, 30 ads is only five an hour. Well, and that's the next question I was going to ask you. What kind of 
what kind of uh, distribution do you suggest if I have a half-hour show, an hour show, a two-hour show? How many ads do you think is optimum at this point or acceptable? I, I look at, for an hour-long show, mid-rolls are going to either be at like 15, 30, and 45, or 20 and 40. So like two or three mid-roll spots with two ads per slot for an hour-long show, and plus the pre and the post. And what kind of ad duration do you feel is proper? The mid-rolls go up to 60 seconds per slot. Um, Pre-rolls are 30, and post-roll is 60 or or even longer. Or whatever you want, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't matter, right? So, so as a podcaster, I'm always interested, but how about from the advertiser side? Are you seeing an uptake on the advertiser acceptance of podcasting? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, the, the amount of ad revenue has just incrementally increased the last few years but we were looking at it if you looked at what the amount of ad spend in 2021 and 2022 was combined it's probably more than the history of podcasting okay that's interesting pandemic driven or technology and audience driven you know people ask why is it just because more people are listening to podcasts build it and they will come well we built it and the advertisers are now coming This is a, a personal fun one, yeah. but I know a, an organization who has produced their own podcast, except that there's no RSS feed. It's just posted on a website somewhere. That's not a podcast. Well, you and I know that, right. but and, and I've, I feel almost obligated to call them out on it. It's like, no, that's not a good idea. I mean, is, is that... I would, a, gently, I would gently mention it to them. <laughs> well, it, I guess my question, though, is, is that a good thing in, for, in the sense that it... Theoretically, they're using the term podcast because that's the way they perceive it. And is that a plus for us? It's a plus for the word podcast. Um, It's disappointing when people use that word podcast but don't actually have an RSS feed because you can't be a podcast without an RSS feed. Now, it's a plus just because people say, hey, I got a podcast. Eventually, you know what? They'll probably get an RSS feed, and they probably will eventually become a podcast. Someone will gently say to them, hey, I can't get your podcast in Apple Podcasts. And they'll get enough people say, I can't find your podcast in Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts or Spotify, that eventually they'll go, well, maybe we should get an RSS feed. Or how do we actually get it in there? They, they might not really know that it's not a podcast. They don't understand that. That's a fair point. And, you know... I hate to be the one to be you know, go geek on them and say, you know, you're really not. That's my job, right? That's what. I, that, literally, that's my job. Right, right, I'll send you a link, and send then me you a link. Can do I will say it to them. I'm more than happy to say, hey, I saw you had this content up. I was looking all around to find your feed to subscribe to your podcast, but I don't see it. Have you ever thought of making it an actual podcast? And by the way, I have the service for you. Yes. And by the way, yes, if we can help you do that. <laughs> Um, how about podcaster services um, at, outside of advertising? Because things are expanding so much. We keep hearing about generative AI, chat, GPT, all those things. Well, one of the things features that we actually did add for services for podcasters is called Lips and Connect. So think of it like um, Zencaster or Zoom, but only audio. So it's, it's really designed just for audio podcasters. So you can do an audio call at two, three, five, 15 different people if you wanted. Um, and it's a, you know, a, a double-ender, triple-ender, quadruple-ender, depending on how many people you have. Record in uncompressed wave each individual person. And here's the best part. There's no drift. So if you have an hour-long episode with four guests, at the end of the hour, all four will be lined up perfectly still. And it is the best audio quality because there's no video. 
Okay, so are you, you say you record them individually. Are you giving me those tracks to edit? Yes. We give you those tracks. You download all those four individual tracks, or you can download a mix down of all four as well. So we give you a mix down plus the individual tracks. Very and then nice. it's an uncompressed wave, and then you can do whatever you'd like. And then we do have another service called Lipson Studio where you can go and combine and build your whole episode, and soon that'll have edit- editing. So you'll actually be able to take the Lipson Connect recording and make that your part of your podcast, and you can have a pre-produced intro and s- segues and an outro segment and maybe a new segment, and you can build it all in Lipson Studio um, soon with editing, <laughs> not yet. <laughs> so I don't really promote it that much because I'm, I'm a big editor. Um, but soon with editing, and you'll be able to do all of that right in Libsyn. You wouldn't even have to download it. You could just transfer the files from Connect into your Libsyn Studio account. So what kind of pricing is there for that particular service, either one of those either, services? If you have the $20 account with Libsyn, Libsyn Connect's part of it. Oh, really? Yeah, it's no additional fees. So if you were paying a $20 account with Libsyn, and then you were paying something to Zencaster or to Riverside, and you're only doing audio... You don't need to pay them per month anymore. You could just do the recordings with Libsyn. I confess, I, I'm embarrassed. I did not know that. That's very interesting. Um, what, what? I mean, obviously, storage costs money, and that's the way you all charge. Right, but it doesn't. It doesn't affect your storage. Okay. So if you already have a Libsyn account in the Libsyn Five UI, you go to click Add New, and there's a place that says uh, Create a Connect Call. You just click on Connect. And you can schedule your Connect call there or start it right away. Very nice. Very nice. Okay. I got more stuff to play with. <laughs> um, the, folk, the, the, the website, of course, is? Libsyn, L-I-B-S-Y-N, which stands for Liberated Syndication, L-I-B-S-Y-N. And, of course, I'm happy to tell you I've been a very pleased Libsyn customer for more years than I want to admit. Rob owns most of my online life, I think, in his servers. Rob, thank you so much. Good to see you. Chuck, thank you. Great to see you again, and thanks for hosting with us. Thank you. And uh, right here next year? Absolutely. Well, no, we're going to be in the Central Hall. Oh. Because next year, the North Hall is going to be closed. So there'll be this big gap in between Central and West. So, yeah, they'll be over in Central. Oh, that's interesting. I I knew that they've uh, refreshed South, but I didn't realize they were going to close North. Yeah, yep. Okay, well, that'll make life interesting. Yes, it will. (laughs) Folks, one way or another, whichever halls are open, we'll be back. I'm Chuck Joyner. Thanks for watching. Visit macvoices.com for show notes and to connect with Chuck on social media. Get involved in our Facebook group or like our Facebook page and get more out of your Apple tech with Mac Voices Magazine, free on Flipboard and on the web. And if you find value in it all, Consider supporting us through either our Patreon campaign at patreon.com slash macvoices or by making a one-time donation via the PayPal link on our front page and in the show notes of each episode. You will join these fine people who help bring you Mac Voices. Advertising handled by Backbeat Media at backbeatmedia.com Bandwidth provided by Cashfly at cashfly.com